0: Well, good morning, Kicksters. Welcome back to the morning kick. It feels like we've had a bit of a break. I don't know if you know that I went away for a two week staycation. Latest thing in holidays, you save on your travel points, save on aviation fares, save on all that airport hassle, gee. But you also have to kind of plan things, what you're going to do at home. Came across a really good podcast. If you do want to check it out, go to michaelhyatt.com and have a look for his podcast on staycations. This talks about how to really get the most out of it. And the idea is that you can actually have an intentional holiday. Do things that you want to do, get refreshed, and I definitely needed to do that. So, but we're back at Excite Media, and of course, we do want you to know that anytime you need to get hold of the team at Excite Media and deal with your digital marketing, then please do contact us. Of course, a lot of people know us for our incredible design and website services that we've been giving for over 14 years, but right across the digital marketing spectrum, the team of over 25 are available to help you out. And so, just give us a call or visit us at excitemedia.com.au. Well, on the Morning Kick this morning, I'm very pleased that we're going to be able to talk to a digital marketer by the name of Sam Colclough. And Sam, thanks very much for joining us this morning.
1: G'day, Andrew. Yeah, glad to be here.
0: Now, Sam, the good thing is we've been able to bring in an expert who we're also working with as a client, and your expertise is in the e-commerce space, and we thought we could probably get a few tips from how people can deal with both targeting in the B2B marketing space also get some digital kind of um, principles you might say and have a bit of yeah. talk about e-commerce but give us a bit of your personal background and then we'll introduce the company that you're working with as well where did you come from to sure. get your kind of first taste of that digital magnetism so
1: andrew i've been working for about five years in the b2b marketing space well that's working for uh, agencies kind of similar to yourselves or in big business uh, which is where i kind of am at the moment so i've been a uh, Exposed to a few different industries in terms of um, what's out there. A lot of big tech working with the likes of HP and Microsoft and some of those big ones that everyone knows. Um, and also now uh, kind of transitioning to a role at Bidfood where uh, we basically, you might see our trucks around the place, we look after a lot of chefs uh, and what they need to do to keep their kitchen running uh, is, is basically what we look after. I've got 40 warehouses around Australia. Um, yeah, probably the biggest the biggest one in the industry.
0: Now, a lot of people, um, if you're looking at the, the YouTube video or following us on on Facebook or even now live on LinkedIn, if you look at the website here for BidFood, you may have seen that logo on trucks going around the place. Wholesale delivery of food and, and drink to the hospitality sector. Um, just in terms of how big is BidFood, I understand they're overseas. Sam, tell us a bit about the organisation.
1: Yeah, so BidFood as a company was uh, originally founded in South Africa, Johannesburg, and uh, that was in the late 70s. So since, since then, uh, it was previously called Bidvest though in 2016, uh, we spun off that into um, what's now known as Bidfood. So we operate um, yeah, every continent except uh, America. Australia is actually one of our oldest operations. We do about nine billion per year in revenue globally. Uh, and about two and a half of that is here in Australia. So um, we're a large organization. Um, we're listed on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. You can read all about us uh, and our results that just came out last week actually on um, bidcorp.com but more or less yeah like you touched on really looking after food service and the hospitality sector to make sure they've got their food meat and liquor um, so that we go out when we go out on the weekends we can sit down in a nice venue and have a good time
0: keep it coming back those restaurants and hospitality we need you um just in terms of um it also has a bit of an arm that can help with the consumer or, or smaller business. So it's not just for the big hotels and things.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we, the way we've uh, structured our business is that we have two separate um, sales divisions that look after what we call free trade, which is the um, smaller operators, the hole in the wall cafes, mum and dad owned operations, uh, maybe a local restaurant. And uh, then we have the other side of our business, which is corporate and national focused. Um, this is where we have uh, well-known clients like Coffee Club, Accor Hotels, the Marriott, and some of those uh, bigger, more established hospitality businesses, or um, perhaps you know accommodation businesses with a with a uh, food service arm uh, that we yeah we look after them as well. So those are kind of the two main areas.
0: Now, whether you're following us live or watching the replay, thanks very much for being with us on The Morning Kick. And remember that you can submit your questions below. So make sure that you either like, share, or send a question, and let's see if we can put something past Sam. <laughs> Sam, um, we said today was going to be very much about targeting. And as you said, you've worked in the B2B space. Did you enjoy yes. working with that big tech, the HP type and Microsoft type clients?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It was a really good experience and... Um, the main key learning from that, which is an interesting one, because I think uh, you'd certainly appreciate the power of digital marketing, but I think that what many people don't recognize is that in the end in the b 2 B2B sector, ultimately the lead cycle uh, and funnel ends with a face-to-face or phone discussion. So it's really about creating the link between digital and traditional marketing. And I think that's one key um, learning I've taken from the whole thing. And certainly when you're working with HP, um, specifically, you know, it still applies there. You you might think that these huge companies have these um, intricate um, tech platforms and clever inbound funnels, uh, but really, at the end of the day, you need that sales expert to help get deals over the line. Uh, when in a B two B context, that is.
0: It's interesting when you look at some of the the big boys who are producing products, and Microsoft even getting into hardware themselves now. Yeah, they're obviously creating products for different audiences. Uh, how valuable is this targeting to actually getting the right client to the right consumer, whether that's in B2B or B2C?
1: Incredibly important. Um, relevancy is, is king at the end of the day. And if you, when you're constructing these audiences, whether it's through um, digital marketing platforms or perhaps you're purchasing lists uh, from some of the, the lead gen companies out there, uh, it's really important to make sure you're obviously talking to the right person. Uh, and more importantly, in B2B, talking at the right time. With these hardware cycles like you touched on, it can take two to three years in terms of the refresh cycle. So how do you create strategies and time your campaigns correctly so that you're calling these end users at a time when they're actually in that consideration phase for any significant technology investments? So uh, yeah, building your audience um, to be timed well with that is, is uh, incredibly important. And we've had, well, I had plenty of campaigns that didn't always hit the mark, Uh, and and, uh, timing was was always one of the key considerations. You know, they might have refreshed their fleet um, six months ago, so it's just really not the right time to be um, targeting those types of end users. And you know, you can create strategies to kind of fall back onto if you do run into customers that are in that um, situation. So perhaps it becomes more of a educational, high level content conversation, where you might have some white papers or some resources that you can send through um, but ultimately you need to keep track of those those product life cycles and get back in touch at a time when it suits. So I think, um, yeah, when you construct the audiences, that's definitely a big consideration.
0: So in terms of parking those learnings from that campaign that didn't go so well, um, is it the case of just having another go at something else, finding what works and then repeating, or is there a little bit more to it?
1: Yeah, I think iteration is, is certainly always there. Um, you can always pull efficiencies out of your call to actions, uh, creating incentives for the end users. Also a strategy that we find works well. Um, but you've also got to keep in context, the touch points, right? Like the, the, the campaign I was referencing, um, was the first or second, uh, touch point with that list of with, with that list of customers rather. And so, um, when you're thinking about the total journey from, from acquisition through to a converted customer, uh, you need to have the campaigns kind of continuously nurturing those those end users through to that, that sale. And while you might not be effective in the first instance, if you can um, create follow campaigns and start profiling these customers as to where they're at in their journey, you can become more effective for the next campaign, the third campaign, the fourth campaign. So it's not a um, one-shot-to-kill type thing. It takes a little bit of time to refine your strategy, I would say.
0: Uh, Let's look at some of the principles that we might apply to e-commerce. And I guess it doesn't matter really whether we're talking a small business startup, an established business, or a big B2B. We still are dealing with consumers at the end of the day. They're just in different roles. So what are some of the principles we should uh, be thinking about in targeting and the setting up of an e-commerce store?
1: Uh, with 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 our platform at least we uh, we don't run on like a Shopify or anything like that. Our whole um, technology stack at BidFood is is custom and bespoke. Um, so what that enables us to do, Andrew, is be very spe- very specific about um, how we design these platforms. So our um, e-commerce environment, as an example, has inbuilt targeting mechanisms where we can um, break down our uh, advertising on the site. Through to certain segments, so we can actually pull out like restaurants um, in the Brisbane region and hit them with specific um, advertising that's relevant to them. And I think that's what it comes down to in the end is how relevant can you be um, to your customers. So uh, yeah, thinking about um, certainly the the relevancy of the message is really going to help when you're when you're running any sort of campaigns through to existing customers. And it, it goes the other way too. Um, we can. Uh, we can uh, manipulate our targeting to, you know, go in at that corporate level, which I was talking about earlier. Um, so how do you get, you know, the bigger core hotels interested in certain products? Um, it's all kind of at our disposal, and and it's uh, technology that we leverage in all of our campaigns that we take to market.
0: So when you think about those those principles that um, people have in terms of using targeting to to get better sales or to get more sales, why don't I just... Have a go at everybody. Um, surely it's a big world out there. There's plenty of customers. I don't know who's ready to yeah. buy. Just target the world.
1: Yeah. Well, I would say uh, have a crack at that and uh, look at your uh, performance of the campaign. So any any campaign um, we do, we try and we try and keep a very close eye on the engagement metrics. So um, higher up the funnel, how are the clicks looking? How the click? How's the click through rate looking? Uh, What's the engagement like for the for the campaign? I think as you go broader and higher up into everyone, um, you begin to lose the ability to resonate. And certainly, um, if you're, you know, for example, bombing your whole EDM or marketing mail list with the same message, um, you'll probably find it's not as it's not as effective. If you were to carve out the segment of your uh, distribution list, identify what's important to that list. And then create adver- advertising that um, is linked with that um, desire from from the end user. So again, it, it all comes back down to the ability to target and um, how you leverage that targeting with relevant messaging.
0: I think you've hit some really key words there. You you talked about resonating. So surely, if we're resonating with somebody, there's a sense that we're creating a relationship. They're gaining confidence. There's some trust there you talk about relevance I guess in the b2b space you've already hit on the fact that that's about timing it's relevant to what they want to do now if you've missed an opportunity for them upgrading their hardware you need to be relevant the next time it comes around That's true. and then that's going to affect the end result which is what we want sales results so I guess what you're saying is this is all about fine-tuning performance
1: exactly I think um, the campaign's never perfect first time around uh, but don't lose heart, keep trying at different angles, different activations, different channels even come into it. Um, you might find that in your sector, uh, you've got higher performing channels than others. So it's about how do you allocate capital effectively to overinvest invest to those channels that get you a result. So that's also another part of the whole strategy. <laughs>
0: Now, just talking about um, the platform and e-commerce for a moment, uh, just putting the, you know, whether it's WooCommerce, Shopify, Magento, putting the technology aside for a moment, can you give us some tips for what's going to actually improve that performance? What is going to make it um, potentially better sales? What are some of the things we should be wary of?
1: I think it all starts with uh, unpacking the data and the performance uh, and behavioral insights that you can pull from analytics platforms, the likes of, Um, Google Analytics is really important. Um, We have some custom reports in Data Studio as well that you can pull in, Um, but ultimately they allow us to make better um, data-driven decisions about how we can improve the customer experience. So we might find a um, part of the purchasing lifecycle where there is a gap um, and then try and create um, or remove friction from the uh, e-commerce experience so that it's easier for the customer um, to make purchases so really um a strong focus on uh the 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 analytics and um, what your customers are doing there's some really good reports in ga um that you can look at google analytics i should say uh the 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 funnel report being um, a key one so if you've only got uh if you can identify that customers are dropping off at the basket for example um, you need to i guess um, start talking to customers and getting some some qualitative feedback but also uh, really get in there and take a ground up look at your checkout to try and identify where people might be falling off uh, but kind of the, the data kind of gives you a clue as to where there's a customer experience issue and then it's only through um, development and testing that you can try and begin to resolve that customer experience issue and then the end outcome of that whole exercise which can take anywhere for us at least from um, a couple of weeks to a couple of months uh, you'll you'll be, you'll be able to go back to the same data points and see if the uh, performance has improved in that area. So, you know, um, in this just example i um, mentioned then, uh, perhaps you've got a better um, conversion. Uh, you've got better conversions coming out of the, the checkout area.
0: I do remember I was doing some research on a woman's shoes website, and it had really great traffic coming to the website. It was very um, very much a go-to place for women's shoes. They had all the range, top end, middle of the range, et cetera. But out of about 7,000 visits to the website per month, there are only 70 people that were actually adding some shoes to the basket. And then there was only 14 sets of shoes that were actually being purchased and going out the door. So we had to work out why are people not confident to buy shoes online and then give Mm. the right messages about you can return the shoes, you can get two pairs for the price of one, whatever it was to give confidence. Can you Trust, think of any yeah. examples where you found that there was a drop-off, but you were able to find a solution? What did you do to fix some of these things when you when you uh, see where the drop-off happens?
1: One thing we're working on at the moment, and I don't have the, the end result, uh, but I do think it's important to raise, is that we've noticed that um, our conversion rate on mobile phones using a browser for our e-commerce platform is a lot lower relative to the app that we have and relative to um, the desktop and you know monitor slash laptop um, conversion rate. So as a business, we obviously are interested in um, getting as much conversions as we can. And so what we're doing at the moment is implementing um, some strategies to basically push mobile traffic over onto the app and use that as a call to action. So we've noticed that you're using um, a, you know, less than optimal experience, maybe you should try our app. And you can you can kind of put those little call to actions um, as, as like media queries on the site um, that yeah essentially uh, push traffic over onto our app where we know that the conversion rates are better, we know that the average basket's bigger. Uh, and so ultimately, um, it's still a work in progress but we feel that that, that sort of thinking and evolution will help with our um, sales outcomes.
0: Sam, it's been great having you on The Morning Kick. I want to close by just putting you on the spot and saying, let's say that Sam Kolkloff's just about to put out his own website with maybe it's a range of watches or your latest fashion sensation. It's the Sam (laughs) Kolkloff collection that's going to be going out there. What are two or three things that you would make sure your new website had that you could think about?
1: I think um, design and branding would be uh, number one way to make a visual impact immediately. You've got a couple of seconds once someone lands on your site to make an impression. And the only way you can do that is through a clean, well-presented site. Um, something I'm sure your your agency would appreciate. Secondly, if we're talking about e-commerce, everything comes down to the range and price. So making sure that your um, portfolio of products is fit for purpose and appealing to the, to the target market uh, would be another key consideration. And then, like I said, Um, Before that, pricing is another key determinant. So uh, bring it all back down to the data, test different pricing structures, and see where you can find the sweet spot in terms of um, the conversion rate. But really complementing brand and, uh, I guess, commerciality with your uh, ranging and and pricing decisions would be the the best balance, um, I would think, if you're starting a new um, e-commerce site.
0: Some really great advice. Thanks very much for joining us on the show. And when you get your brand right, that comes back to that resonate word that um, Sam was sharing with us earlier, where you're starting to connect with the people who are the right people to buy your product, and they feel that they understand and are ready to buy. Fantastic. Sam, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Thanks,
1: Andrew. Appreciate it.
0: Well, that's another episode of The Morning Kick. Looking forward to joining you again next week. So we've got some more guests lined up. Stay with us. Make sure that you like us on Facebook and share the videos. And, of course, we'll be back with more inspiration for your business.